we hear these gospels over and over, and heavens know I read it and read it and read it. And then this morning, when at seven o'clock mass, when Deacon John was reading the gospel, something just it caught my ear. You know, when the angel greeted Mary, I'm so used to thinking in my head, Hail Mary, full of grace. But that's not here. It's hail, full of grace. What is in a name? Names are incredibly important. And, you know, there was a day and a time, and and I remember once did something I shouldn't have done. It wasn't necessarily horrible, but, uh, you know, not the kind of thing you go to prison for. But my father, all he said to me was, you know, I will have no son of man, no son of mine, bring shame to our family name. And he left it at that. I wasn't quite sure what he meant. I was a little young. But boy, that stuck with me. You know, don't bring any shame to the family name. And, you know, we almost don't hear that anymore. It's almost as if our family name doesn't mean that much anymore. Um, You know, I remember, you know, in my teaching years, getting on a teenager that had really messed up. Uh, We were looking at expulsion, and I said, you know, you have really brought shame to your family. And with a straight face, he looked at me and says, well, who cares about that? Well, maybe that explains part of the problem. But what's in a name? And names should be revered. Uh, You know, here we are at Advent, and my favorite piece of literature of all time, I've written many and published many articles on Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol. And, you know, at the end, when, you know, he's told these two guys that are asking for money for the poor and, and, and all of that, and he really gives them what for in his office. But then at the very end, he runs across them, you know, and he says, you know, he stops them, and they say, Mr. Scrooge. And he said, and I suppose that is not good, that name is not good on your ears. And then he proceeds to whisper to them, and the book doesn't ever say, but clearly by the reaction of the two men, he pledged a humongous sum of money to the poor. You know, it's, I bet that, I'm sure my name, does not rest easy on your ears. The name Jesus and the word Jesus is actually Latin. In the scriptures, the Hebrew name of Jesus is Yahshua, which in English we would render as Joshua. That's the name of Jesus, Joshua. But in Hebrew culture, names are not merely a name. Names have meanings, and they're almost as much as a title as they are a name. You know, when the people in Nazareth are talking about Jesus, you know, they don't use the name Jesus because they're really not close enough, intimate enough to use his real name, so they identify him, isn't this the carpenter's son? You know, that was their way of of speaking about him. Because you didn't, people didn't say your name. 
unless you were given permission. Uh, growing up, both my grandfathers very much, you know, Southerners in terms of, of manners and everything. I never once recall them saying their wives, my grandmothers, I never once recall them saying their name in public. It was either Mrs. Steiner or Mrs. Nelligan. And that's how they referred to their wives in public, never by their first name. And my father, if, if he ever caught me calling a, a person older me, than me by their first name, whoo doggies, I was in trouble. It's disrespect, it's Mr. So-and-so or Mrs. So-and-so. And they said, unless they give you permission to use their name. Again, something sticks with you. But Jesus, Joshua, which the Latin form of Joshua is Jesus, Jesus. But it's not just merely a name. It has meaning. And it means God saves. In Hebrew, that's what it means. God saves. Now, we also use Christ. Uh, Christ comes from Greek, Christos. And that word Christ means anointed one. It's not like first name, surname. Uh, write your first name down, Jesus, your last name, Christ. Uh, maybe his last name was Son of God. I don't know. But, but again, those names mean something. And here we are on this feast of Mary. And the word Mary is not just a name. It means something. And what's interesting is that it, it has sort of two different meanings depending on how it's used. The first way Mary is used, or Miriam, is, means beloved. That's what the name means, beloved. Perfect for Mary, beloved. But it also means something else. It means bitter something that's bitter. Now that sounds kind of funny, but it, in many ways the name becomes sort of prophetic. That she is beloved, not by just her townspeople and her family, but by us. But she had so many bitter moments in her life. But she stayed faithful. She stayed faithful. But what's very interesting, and I just absolutely ran out of time, when he said, hail full of grace, that's actually hail, and then full of grace is actually a name. And I really meant to go look up the Greek version of Luke so I could read through it and, you know, how's that rendered. But he's saying that to her as if it's her name, full of grace. And it tells us about who this person is. And I don't say was, is, because she lives with the Lord, already risen from the, well, assumed into heaven. One day we hope that same thing's going to happen to us. But it really gives us opportunity to ponder the person of Mary. You know, when we think of those names, beloved, bitter, full of grace, very, very powerful. Now, Growing up, and many of you probably had the same thing, I was raised strictly with the thought 
both reinforced at school by the sisters, the priest, my parents and grandparents. If you ever said the name Jesus, you bowed your head. Jesus. You'll see that when we pray. You know, with all the, the prayers we have, we ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ. You'll see that. Or at, you know, of course, the scriptures say every knee will bend, but you know, we're tradition. There's no rule there, but the tradition calls us that when we say the name of Jesus, we bow our head. I remember again, one time being at home, you know, and I said, you know, Jesus Christ, you know, in a way that was unholy and shouldn't have been said. My father heard it. Again, he didn't have to say much. He just looked at me and said, did you bow your head when you said that? makes us mindful to do that. But what is also interesting, interesting, whenever in the Eucharistic prayer we say the name Mary, not all the time, like with Jesus, but whenever we say her name in the Eucharistic prayer, the instructions call the priest to bow his head. You know, we, with Mary, mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles and martyrs. That is the only other name that we are truly by rule called to bow our head. This is when we use Mary's name in this kind of prayer. And, and, and there are a lot of people that are, you know, the rosary is so important to them. They will hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. They will bow their heads. With Jesus... It's an expression of worship, acknowledgement of who he is. And with Mary, it's recognition, full of grace. It's an act of respect.